Can I kick it? It's Ashley Caprice, and this podcast is brought to you by Gray Block Pizza on 1811 Pico Boulevard. What's up, Mod Rats? I'm Kaylee Chella, and today we are talking with Ashley Caprice. I'm here. Let's go, Ashley. Yes. Here. Obviously, <laughs> we've got this dildo over here. Wow. 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 He vibrates. Tox- toxic femininity. <laughs> yeah. Toxic femininity. There's no such thing. Hey, a lot of women mm. appreciate dildos. Yes. Just yes, saying. we do. <laughs> Behind every, then, behind every dildo is a failed man. I completely disagree. Behind every dildo is a woman's pleasure spot. <laughs> this got real awkward real Right, quick. it's a really good place. Great it's intro, really guys. Okay. <laughs> Great intro. This is why I'm always behind the camera. Juliet's filling in today. So Juliet Doing is our engineer. Pressy. Today I'm the engineer, so if it never goes live, it's my fault. <laughs> Juliet Lamar. Oh, yes. Oh, are we introducing ourselves? Oh, I forgot this is an introduction. It was so good. <laughs> I don't know. Dildo Julia speak with took the over. one-liners today. Yes. Always. So sexual all I the time. So who is in the studio? Who is this person? Yeah. No one is introduced who's here. That's not true. Are you paying attention to me? Because I definitely, it was the first place I went, the most important guest, VIP. We have Ashley. Ashley Caprice is like a super dope, and I do this every time, and it's really embarrassing. <laughs> super dope, super famous radio host. Okay, you're putting a lot on here nah, now. No. <laughs> you're putting a lot on here now. Uh, we worked together at Kiss for a little bit, and mm-hmm. she was producing, and you were over at In Riverside. Yes, at 99.1 KGGI. Uh-huh. And then she did morning radio, which is like In the Mecca. Sacramento, yes, I did that for a couple of years. And now I'm back in L.A. Born and raised. Born and raised here. And um, I guess I'm open for radio again. But in Los Angeles, it's kind of hard out here. Just a little bit. You know, just a little bit to be on air. So, you know, doing my own thing now. My Go Girl podcast. Mm. Hello, Go Girl, because women are powerful. And happy to have Chella last week. Yes, that was our first guest, guys. Yes. We talked all <laughs> about women in politics. That? How do we find that? AshleyCaprice.com. Yes, it's on my website, AshleyCaprice.com. All the episodes are there. And what made you start a podcast? Well, it's uh, always been my passion Mm -hmm. to celebrate women and uplift women, inspire and everything, even Chella. You know, I'll be like, girl, let's go on a hike because you need some inspiration. No, I'm joking. (laughs) No, she's not, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, so I've always... Uh, had a love for women and and celebrating women. Mm -hmm. So I've done on my own blog, A Woman to Know. I've done uh, giving props to women in hip hop. I'm always at marches or, Mm -hmm. and I I point to Chella because we went to the Women's March March this year. And, And, um, you know, I've been involved with dance organizations with women and, what was that dance wearing? Because you you guys did like a halftime performance, didn't you? We did. You? What was that? That was so cool. It's called the Hundreds Unit Dancers. They're in uh, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. But they're traveling now. I think they're going to do something at uh, for Texas. Is that Houston Rockets? That's, it sounds familiar. Is that like a basketball team or something? Uh, no, we're all grasping <laughs> the wrong team. people. No. But uh, yeah, so we perform. But what they do is they get... So you dance as well? I dance. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I do, you know, I do a little... Uh, to a little two-step. And so uh, it was at least 100 women perform at different major events. And so we did 
the intermission for the concerts that I hosted with in Sacramento for the radio station. We did halftime shows for the um, Golden the Warriors games mm-hmm. and the who else is up there? The Sacramento Kings game. I'm so not sports. I definitely <laughs> know the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think everyone knows the Warriors. The Golden Kings State Warriors. game. Yeah. Yes. So it was a lot of fun and. These ladies are different sizes, races, dance capabilities. Some women mm-hmm. in wheelchairs, some women like in their 80s, some women battling cancer and everything wow. all together to wow. perform. I think that's what I liked most about the group because it wasn't like the typical cheerleaders that like, you know, wear the bustiers and have been doing dance since they were 12. It was women who wanted to dance. Right. And that's basically all that mattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the first day you might learn a dance step and think you can't do it. Like, oh my God, this is going to be so tough. Me I have time. to be a major dance mm-hmm. dancer to do this. And then towards the end, because it's about 10 rehearsals, towards the end, they're up there smiling and some of them are doing the moves better than the professional dancers. So it's really good and it really helps with your self-esteem. But I wish they had that down here in LA because, yeah, no, you know, I'm sure Juliet feels the same way being an ex-athlete or an ex-cheerleader. It's like, I miss that. I want to do that to work out instead of... Dancing? They have tons um, of dancing stuff. I, I know, but like you don't actually get to... They perform at a perform. lot of events. Yeah. Like I want to... Well, if yeah, you can join a dance team if you really. But I'm not that like good. I just want to do it for fun. <laughs> All right, bitch. I see how it works. Get better. <laughs> do you know choreography? I my memory is shit. I say okay. Like I like dancing, but I would want to be like on a. It doesn't matter what I want to do anyway. It doesn't matter <laughs> what you want to do. They have a team here in LA just for cheerleaders. Have you heard they do like? No, LA I don't cheerlead. <laughs> Okay, but they have it's a, an adult cheer team, and they do like all the LGBT um, okay. like outreach events, and they go to and they do actually compete too, and they're pretty good. Um, but they, you know, I tried out and did not make it, so they were not looking for a back spot. Oh, but yeah, so sorry. I love that. Sorry about that. You know, when 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 people grow up, we still want to do the shit that we spent hundreds of dollars learning how to do when we were kids. We're like kids. it's still fun right. for us. That's what they say, and that's how they say is how you find your passion. Sometimes, like what made you happy when you were six mm-hmm. years old? And right. I used to love dancing as a kid, so that's one of my things that I still like to do uh, right now. So yeah, for sure. But in a way that there's no pressure. What happened? But in a in a in a way that it's like okay, I'm not yeah, paying no, all these all this right. money to compete. Like I'm doing this. Because I because it's I want fun to. and empowering, right? And it's also the team too. It sounds like like if you're all in it for a, a cause and you all have an individual story, like hey, yeah. my bottleneck is I can't ambi turn or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, he goes in the corner, mm-hmm. and everyone, ah! but, but, it's so, <laughs> but it's the inclusive. No one part. puts Ashley in a corner. No, but it's the, <laughs> oh, it's right, the yeah. inclusive part. You know, that's 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 what's exciting about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention like dance when people dance. It's so, I don't know how to say it, primitive. Yeah. It's visceral. Oh, sexual. Mm. No, not going It takes there. over. Yeah. It takes over. Don't worry. It but does. I'm just saying, like, there's a, a different way of telling a story. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because one person can do a move like this, another person can do a move like this, and they're hitting the same yes. spots. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it just sexual. In a different way. <laughs> just in a different way. I mean, I understand it when Ashley says it. <laughs> But oh, when a man okay. says it, I'm like, oh, primitive. That he must mean sex. <laughs> I think the dance you like get transcended a lot. Like the music, you become like a vessel for the music and mm. the beats, and then your interpretation of it. Mm. Like I get totally lost when I'm dancing. Like I don't even know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but it's amazing. You have to <laughs> feel it. it. It takes over your soul. 
but has impact yes. in a different way because of the music, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you like, all right, we were talking sports and doing that. So what I conjured up because I saw Invictus the other night, late at night, and it was just the way that the New Zealand black uh, black lease. They do that Maori dance in the mm. beginning. Oh, the Maori dance is so just, scary. It's, but it's it, it's awesome. But it back to like is that kind of like the haka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's yeah, exactly it's the haka. So that so I just see all these empowered women that don't have to be these like prima ballerinas or have like this right. gymnastics pedigree Which or whatever. Which there's a place in time for everything. Absolutely, but here is their place in time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're, and it's that back to that sisterhood, and it's like we're all doing our own thing and we're all here we're you know we're not less than or more than or you know and we're here to that's impactful like that's exciting to me Mm -hmm. which is probably why you're into it Mm because you're like oh i'm welcome like i don't have to "Ah, ah," like oh well you know be on point and like you said there's a time and place for that but these are paid performers Mm -hmm. traveling doing that and that visual story of an eight-year-old in a wheelchair man with a 18-year-old Right, and it looks good because once you're together, you're a group, you know, so you're all bringing that energy in and you don't know like, oh, this one had, she didn't do the move as well as the girl next to her. Like you're a group and it's about, it's hundreds of units, so it's unit, unit T. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah, so. I like that. I like it. So from your Instagram. Oh, uh -oh. get into it. What pages were you looking at? (laughs) Uh oh, I'm I'm totally being baited to be sexual, but I'm not going there. I'm not going Wait, there. nothing sexual on my Instagram. Uh, Very no, professional. So powerful. So that's why. So I just want to go right into this podcast because I feel like you have like oh, not to get creepy, but you have way too much firepower. Like Aww. you remind me of Kelly and Juliet, and I honestly yeah. feel like. It makes sense. You have to make your own freaking road, dude. Right. You're not fitting in. No offense to hip hop and all. I'm like, watch some of these little clips and I'm just like, and they're awesome, but I'm just like, there's no lane for you. Right. You have to make your own lane. Yeah. It's true for a lot of people in this city. But yeah. And I'm not like, like no disrespect. Like, you know what I mean? Not, I'm I not disrespecting it. anything that you've done, but I'm like, it, when you said, oh, I'm, I'm starting a podcast, I'm like, oh, this totally made up. Another one that has to pave her own road. Right. Make her own way. Well, it's really interesting you say that because Ashley's got a really interesting, like, really interesting story about that that I'd love you to share. Well, I always, I always tell people to create mm-hmm. your own opportunities. That's even how AshleyCaprice.com got started. I wanted to get in radio and I'm like, well, I need to start interviewing people if I want to get in radio. So I started something else, conversations with Caprice where right. I was interviewing different artists and um, the woman in hip hop and everything like that. And then... Doing radio is cool, but uh, like we were saying off camera, with radio, you have to talk like seven seconds to maybe morning radio, two to four minutes max. And if you're going four minutes here, you're really stretching it. You know, you got to get to the commercials. You got to get back to the music. You have to get to the listeners. But with the podcast, you could just be free and open and talk about whatever you want to talk about. There were times in Sacramento where um, real... Real shit would happen in the community, and I'm like, we need to talk about this. Forget right. whatever the topic was at first that we were going to mention, but this is happening. You know, we're in NorCal. Kaepernick is kneeling right now. Right. We need to talk about that instead of whatever segment. You know, so that's why I like the freedom of, of a podcast. You could talk. I just curse. You could curse. Right. You can <laughs> just be 
yourself. You can be authentic. And that's how people really relate to you. I've had a lot of people message me mm -hmm. on social media saying like they feel like I'm their best friend in their head or something like that. But that's um, cute. Yeah, that is cute. No, thank you. You're my, one of my best friends. Right? Oh, I, see, I can't say that. It'll I be sexual. <laughs> You're, you're my best friend in my head. Yeah, I could be your best friend. I could be your homegirl in your head, you know? So um, This one. <laughs> right, in that, in yeah, that yeah. head. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right, all right. You got to, you know, really Sorry, me. Tom. I put you in a box <laughs> no. and there you stay. And no pun intended. <laughs> Are you guys coming with the jokes? <laughs> Did I say coming? Was that okay? Oh, girl. <laughs> That's one thing I will say about hip-hop radio, though, and I noticed this compare I like I I compared the two a while back there was Seacrest and then there was I don't even remember what radio I have been out of the radio world for too long I guess it must have been uh the real cuz I didn't start listening to Power until Brianna got on there more often um but I was listening to Seacrest and they were talking about Bieber and whatever whatever and that's why I kind of you know fell out of radio because I was in you know my image fits the pop world and right maybe country and both of those don't want to hear about anything that's actually happening. Mm. They want to mm -hmm. escape. So that's one thing that I have noticed that hip hop stations, especially the morning shows, but like all of the shows mm -hmm. will actually talk about real life. Right. And it's, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it, but we still have to be um, entertaining and not so like call your senators. Not yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> not call your senators. But like at least not so not hard. Like ignoring it. Mm -hmm. Like to ignore it is almost worse, I feel like, than to actually be like, oh, well, fuck Kaepernick. No, right. like just don't ignore it. Right. Absolutely. You know, you have to talk about what people are talking about. Like what is happening in the world. Exactly. Pop and radio refuses to do that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Unless it's like what happened on The Bachelor the night before. It's it blows my mind. Like I get people need escapism. I get it. I have escapism. Like I watch The Good Place. You know, I, I have my TV shows that I watch to escape. You love The Good Place, too. I see your face, Juliet. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> Nobody knows me. But, like, it's escapism. So, like, do that for an hour or two a day mm -hmm. and then come back to, like, something real. Changing the world. Changing the world. Or at least paying attention to it. Yeah. So, what did you guys do? You were, we met at iHeartRadio here in LA. Yes. And then you transitioned into being in morning radio up yes. in Sacramento, which was amazing. You were there for two years. Yes. What was that like? You were there with Pacey, right? Yes. Yeah. Pacey Williams. Well, it's radio. So we started together. I was there for two years. And Pacey and I, oh, God, I love Pacey, okay? Uh, Our chemistry was just crazy. Um, it was like we were instant best friends. We just clicked so well and no lie, we got a call every day from a listener saying, oh my God, you guys make me laugh so much. And we loved Aww. it. And we loved each other. We just, he was the crazy, just off the wall, kind of kind of shock jock-ish. And I'm laid back and chill and reel him back in. Like the little sister, like, okay, calm down. You're going too far, you know? So it was a really good balance. And it lasted for a year because it's radio. And they unfortunately let him go. So then they brought- I just don't get it. Yeah, and they like, brought someone else in, and the energy was totally different. And um, it was just different <laughs> because uh, the the other guy, he had a lot of radio experience. He's still on there, so he has a lot of radio experience. But um, it was safer with him, and it was more like uh, by the book type of thing, which is good, and that's what the bosses want. Mm. But 
I just came from Pacey and we're being wild and crazy and I'm trying to bring that. And so it was just a different dynamic. And then they just wanted more music and less talk. So here I am and he's still there and that's what it is. <laughs> but it was it was a good time, Sacramento. I will tell people, I do feel like you should move from your hometown. That was a good experience for me. I never thought I would move for radio, although they say, especially in L.A., that you should move first. Just don't go to New York. I'm going to say that right now. We had a little chat off, oh, off, New York. off pod, <laughs> and she was slamming my New York peeps. <laughs> no, it wasn't. So no I love California. Go, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> New York peeps. They gave me drama because I tried to go to a club and show them my ID that said California, and then they were like, California, and they don't play any West Coast music or anything, so... I just said right. fucking arrogant. East Coasters. Exactly. Wow. They're just jealous that we have great weather. Wow. Beautiful exactly. women. Who said no I mean, you comment. moved to LA, didn't you? I did. Right. You're out here. <laughs> I did. You know, the one I'm gonna I'm gonna steer it back to you coming up with your own podcast. Okay. Um one thing I noticed in the four months with these women. <laughs> Is women don't let shit go. And then hear me out. Uh, bear with me. Bear with me when I say up this. Because you have a psychology background. So let me frame go. this. Let me frame. No, no. I'm trying to sit. Hear me out. I'm listening. Women don't drop the fucking ball. Guys will go. Oh, we'll talk about Copernic. We'll talk about this. We'll virtue signal. East Coast. And, <laughs> like, we'll say something to be relevant. But women don't let it go. Like, we're not done. It's not done. The protest isn't over. The march isn't <laughs> over. It's every day. And that's what I'm learning. Like, you know, we're, I'm real good at, you know, I sound so gender oriented, but man. So how does like, it make you feel? Like shit's actually going to really get done. Oh, good. Like, like, like I could see in some of your stuff on Instagram and with Chella and Julia too. It's like, oh, I can turn on the wattage and, and, and it's not that you're wearing a mask. You're like, this is how I am all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're done now. You got your two-minute segment. You got your four minutes. Like, no, no. This never turn- goes off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My problems never go off. Mm-hmm. You know, being a woman never goes off. It's Ever. fucking true, though. Be, be, right? And, and for me, maybe being white, privileged, or Male. whatever here, but I'm like, the, I'm one of the pods. They were like, no, dumbass. Uh, Literally, we probably wor- said that. We're worrying about like how we're being received, how I have to talk. Right. I, I, I'm not being fake because I want to be. That's right. Because I might get raped by this motherfucker. Right. Yeah. We're talking I'm, about when men would come up and pick us up at clubs, and instead of being like, "Oh no, I'm thank you, but I'm not interested in telling him the truth," and be like, "Oh no, I have a boyfriend," because you know, any excuse is better than just no, because men get pissed off and like hurt you or yell at you or whatever that was just my instagram story today oh no shit did you see there's a voicemail that's going around right now where uh a guy tried to hit on this woman at work or i guess he got her number Mm. and he left a voicemail calling her i guess she didn't answer the phone or her text messages so he just went off for a minute and he's like you know why would you give me your number if you're not going to answer my texts and my calls Pretty much, I didn't want you Man. you anyway start talking bad about her. Like, you just, I mean, you <laughs> looked okay and had a, a nice body, but you work at this job and your wig looked like this and that. And I think you kind of retarded. And I'm like, wait, what? So I did a whole Instagram post because this happened to me before. What, mm-hmm. really? When I was younger, you like years. I'm like, like yep. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's amazing what women go through that seems kind of normal and men just have no idea. Uh, I was much younger, so I'm driving down the street, and this guy, this is back when 
guys are trying to get your number while you're in another car. So we're driving. (laughs) It's dark out. And he just keeps going. And he asked me to pull over. I'm like, oh, Lord. So I pull over. Oh, my God. I pulled over. (laughs) Girl, you must have thought he was real cute. I was crazy. (laughs) First of all, the car, it was kind of dark. Kind of tinted. I think I did think he looked decent. And then so I pulled over. And then he got out his car. And I'm like, oh, man. And... He got, he got out of his car and he came to my window and just, I just felt a vibe immediately. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so not into this guy. And so he's talking. I don't know what he's saying. And he asked for my number. And a part of me is like, do I not give him my real number? But nowadays, if you give a fake number, they'll call you on a spot or text you on a spot. And that's mm-hmm. what he did. So I gave him my real number because... He just had a weird energy. Like, if I didn't give him my real number, I don't know what this man would do. It's dark. I'm by myself. He's Mm -hmm. at my window. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. Gave him the number. Left. And I think he called a couple times. I didn't answer because I wasn't interested. I just knew I didn't want Mm -hmm. to feed into this. And he um, left me a voicemail. (laughs) This is what's wrong with black bitches today. And call me all kind of bitches. (laughs) <laughs> and stuff and so much and I'm just like see this is why I didn't want to give him my number in the first place wow. because I could feel the energy but with women a lot of times we we just we say okay like right. here's my number and then we'll just block or um, never answer the call mm-hmm. or anything just to get away from the situation right. and you can say oh I have a boyfriend and it's oh well, let's be friends then. It's like, come on, right, just right, leave right. me alone. Right. Yeah, every man alone. is a threat until they prove otherwise, and most of the time they prove us right but that, anyway. But so. it's so ballsy. Like, the motherfucker gets your number. Oh, I'm yeah, just saying. Men. And, and they'll like, like test you, right. like, hey, you own me. Hey, I like, yes. Talk, talk about arrogance. That ain't, that ain't New York. You know, <laughs> right. <I'm> what? <laughs> <laughs> I never, ever asked for the girl's number and then checked it like I'm something. You know right. what I mean? This like, is my happy clap for you. Good job, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else fucking does. Can no, you teach the rest of men not to do that? The other thing is the vibe part. If you're not feeling it, he, he, he's totally not feeling it. Okay. Like, he should have been like, sorry. Like, yeah. Oh, they don't give a fuck. They, they don't, don't pay attention enough but, for that. So then he gaslights you. Mm-hmm. on the, like, I like that word. You're learning. Yeah, yeah I am. I'm here I'm... to learn. Like, it, it, it's, it's just fascinating. Like, that is not my... I'm it not wired that way. That's a good word. Like, how has society allowed that for so long? Yeah. But there needs to be a course on it in school, especially, what? like, starting oh, in high school. Oh, they used to be. Yeah, there, there needs does to be. need to like, be. I'm, but you were probably young, so too. now in psychology. So I'm not going to stop mm-hmm. yeah. going to you. Like, why did you stop in the first place, right? Not right. victim blaming. You know, you were young. But even women are allowed to, like, hey, he could have been Mr. Whatever. Perfect. Right. And been, right? So we, we have that freedom, I as a man. Right. But women don't. Yeah, we're making split-second decisions yes. of like... Rough. Yeah. Split-second yeah. decisions that could cost us our life. Mm-hmm. Well, so why, I, how do you want them to... Like, how do you want them to react? Like, what do you give mean? them some guidelines. Like, I am get it. Mm. I'm a woman. I'm like, yeah, this sucks. Mm. Uh, as, okay, so, uh, but I'm thinking as a man listening I'll, to this I'll podcast, he's like, everything I do is wrong. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll oh. take a stab at it. Go for it. One... Take the time and, sit and notice the situation. Hey, we're on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I've been vibing you, driving. We're driving on whatever. <laughs> I, are you staring back at me? Is there something here? Coffee, tea, 
or me. That's a good call, and I'll add you know to it. If a woman looks like she's busy, she's got like her headphones on, or she's like reading a book, or she's right. like she's working. Can you let a woman live her life? See, what like, I would do is go, is she going to be at that coffee shop again? Because then it'll be like, little miss is here every Wednesday. Doing okay, her. that's just creepy. That's, you know, way too no, much. I, 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 think that's, I think that's it's, okay. It's a watering hole. It's a watering hole. If, she, if it's her coffee If you happen spot, to see her twice and you're like, oh, we're reading the same book. Like, let's talk about this. If you absolutely. have an actual reason to talk to her, don't just go up and be like, hi, I think you're really pretty. Like, I, I realized you were walking on your way to work and that you had yes. your earphones and you didn't want to talk, but let me talk to you anyway because I think you owe me time. Right, but there's so many other things that a guy can do even before that. Yeah. And that's what women love men making asses of themselves for them. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is not just walk up to her and be like, hey, I've been stalking you for the last six Wednesdays, <laughs> Starbucks, whatever. I'd be like, I'd drop something, see if she noticed if I, if she gives two fucks. Yeah. Like I just drop a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and let them come like, up to you. Like if I noticed like, whoo, she Make eye contact quick. and wait for her to come <laughs> up to you. You know what I'm saying? Or if I shave my face and you noticed, I made me I feel did. good. I did, I noticed your baby ah, face and, and your dimple chin, we match. So it's little... It's little stuff like that where, because oh, again, it's, she gave me her number. One thing, rule number one, trust. If it's real, it's real. It's mm -hmm. meant to be. If I got a clown with a fake number, I already failed. And after two or three text or calls and she doesn't get back to you, leave let it go. alone. Oh, big time. Yeah, you guys also matching your shirts. You're both yellow. Oh. Oh, we did not plan that. We actually got our black boots on. Yes. And I was going to wear a black shirt. So I think that men, one, is recognize the situation. Is mm -hmm. it a bar? Usually that's the worst place. If it's where you work out, do you want to shit where you eat? If it's your favorite coffee shop, again, you're not, it's, again, I think it's really like paying attention to the woman's Absolutely. like, like what she's doing. If she's got her headphones in, leave her the fuck alone. Yep. If she, like, honestly, take a second to be like, does she want to be bothered? Yes. Can't is there a reason why I need to talk to her? Are we reading the same mm -hmm. book? Does she look like my sister? Is there literally anything that you can be like, hey, like I'm so sorry to bother you, but mm -hmm. I just wanted to say, like, you look just like my sister. It's so funny because I'm also reading that book. Do you like it? And then the other thing, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna flip the script a little bit and go, hey, women, ask the guys out. Ask that yeah. hot guy out that you're afraid to ask out. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. You're getting like, all the perps well, we and predators. Women. And I did that one time that and he was married, so that fair enough. <laughs> Still, he went but home with a smile. He? he went home with a big smile. I just think that we're like demonizing men a lot, and I get it. I'm afraid of a lot of men too, and they do some really stupid yeah. shit, like ask you for your number at the side of a road in the middle mm -hmm. of the night, or bother you when you have headphones in. But at the same time, a lot of times, guys, they're just, they don't know clue. They don't know. So fucking educate yourself. You. That's not my problem. There's YouTube. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah. That's why I brought it back to a positive note. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, I'll, br I'll bring it back to you. I'm going to bring it back to the initial point of why you're starting your own podcast. And that is because it's on all the time. And it's like, what can I, I sense from your social media and my research? It's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I love all that. I love stepping into a zone and getting into mode with whatever they're throwing down. But it's my turn. Right. It's my turn now. This is what's on in my head all the time. And I got to I got to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I got to create my own arena, my own platform. And, and that's why we're here today. That's why we're all connected today doing this. So speaking of her own arena. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. Uh, you were telling us earlier about this rejection letter that you got. Oh, oh okay. shit. You were in morning radio. They went a different route. Now you've got this podcast. Go, girl. Hey. And you were talking about this rejection letter. Well, it was a, a job. LA theme. A job I applied for. Uh, it wasn't in radio, though. Mm -hmm. It was a community organization because I'm all about community. I'm all about music. Let me see. This is going to merge both of them. This will be perfect for Stuff me. That matters. Yeah. Let me get back my time and stuff. 
And then they rejected me too. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> so uh, they went with another candidate. So I'm like, you know, I, I was in my feelings a little earlier because I'm like, but I was perfect for this. And Was that their excuse? We went with someone else? Yeah, we just went with some. They went with another candidate. So I'm like, okay. First of all, it was a phone interview first a couple weeks oh, ago. So we never even did the face-to-face. Mm. So it, it, and it sounded like... Uh, they asked questions and just wrote down answers. It wasn't like a conversation, mm. really. So, you know, I'm not going to harp too much on it, but it happened today. So that's why I told you about it. Like, oh, my mood, because, you know, no one wants to get rejected at all from yeah. a job that they think they're qualified for. But then I am very spiritual. So I'm like, okay, that didn't work out. God has something bigger, better for me. Let me just be patient. Stay focused on what I'm doing and the right opportunity will come. So you just got to flip it. Get in your moment for a second, be sad, be mad about it, and then be like, all right, let it go. You, you can't harp on stuff. Right. Yeah, that's something you're really good at is not yeah. like, like, but like that's toxic not- positivity is not like, well, just get over it or just be happy. Right. It's just like, okay, Toxic life. positivity. <laughs> <laughs> it's because- a thing. There's positivity and then there's like, well, just be happy. It's like, no, it's not how it fucking works. Like life is hard. <laughs> right. Because I was going to say, sometimes it's probably not that good that I'm just get over stuff, but I want to think it's a good thing, but I, I just... But there's a process that I feel like you're really good at like shedding light on. It's not just like, oh, you didn't get that job. When, when you're talking to someone else, when you're talking to yourself, it's like, okay, I felt those feelings. Now let's like right. move on. Mm-hmm. But you would never say that to someone else. It's not, it's not like, okay, you feel sad. You feel those feelings. Mm-hmm. Now move on, Chella. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Chella, I'm sure that's really hard. But like, you know what? Go girl, empowerment. Mm-hmm. Something's going to come around for you. Yeah. You know, you have to be resilient. You know, you got to like bounce back. If something happens, like, all right, dealt with it. Okay, let it go. You know, and I I just, I don't hold grudges. I don't let, I just feel like we all have power over our emotions. And Mm -hmm. so I don't like to be in a negative headspace for long. I don't like to be sad and mad and angry for a long time. So it's like, all right. But it's unique to have control over that. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I don't think I've always been this way. Like, you know, I probably, people call me sensitive. I cry and stuff, but then I get over shit real quick. Too. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just in tune with my feelings. Like it's just, it, it has to be that way. Cause I don't want to stay mad or sad. I like to be happy. It f- feels better to be in a happy mood. But you acknowledge the downside. Yeah. It's that acknowledgement part, but you're not dwelling or ruminating or looping right. out Oh, I'm real on good it. at the dwell. It's acknowledging I've it and it slowly dissolves. <laughs> or, you re- or because the resiliency is from training. Mm-hmm. It's that training. And that's the resiliency. It's like, oh, I'm stepping back, but you know, I'm not going to the deep end of the pool on this. This yeah. isn't death. Right. This isn't this, right? It's perspective. But you do acknowledge it or you have that co-regulation with the moment mm-hmm. you know and then you, you have allow, to and then you pace yourself too right yeah mm-hmm. it's like that's the big part with you know pace and tempo it's finding finding you know for me i can very easily look into the well mm-hmm. and not stop looking like i do mm-hmm. that too much or mm-hmm. stare at the sun on the other side right and then i'm blind so right it's one but it's that just having that healthy routine having that structure having the sun will rise medium. the world will warp tomorrow that you know, that trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to like, hey, I'm done throwing everything out there and getting dissolved, mm-hmm. dispersed, diluted. 
I have a message back to what I'm learning about women. It's like mm-hmm. they don't let it go. And I don't mean grudges. I mean let the cause and the initial and mission go. Yes. I wish that was true. It's very true. I don't feel that for 53% of women. <laughs> right, but they're the, voting for but Trump. The, but, <laughs> but what? Right. Well, we could get political, but it's White. also learning. No, not gonna go there. Back to what you know, Ashley's all about. It's empowering women, women being yeah. around other women, and being in a primal dance, and being in our bodies, being nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Like, hello. Like, that's, that's the thing you can choose and I do choose a lot of the time to be angry at those 53% of white women that voted for Trump even though I have very small reason to be angry at those 53% mm. of white women that voted for Trump because I am in a very privileged position and it's not going to affect me as much as it's going to affect a shit ton of other people Right. so you know I'm 26 and I'll learn eventually but it's that hump of okay yes your anger is valid but mm-hmm. let's get over this hump so that you can actually affect change right. mm-hmm. because no one's going to listen to you when you're yelling at them Chella. Right. <laughs> well that's what Juliet right people do not like to be yelled at no. it's not the way to get shit done Ju- right. but it's Juliet's just like, like this how do I educate word vomit people? you know that's where Juliet goes like how do I ed- how do I redirect that anger yeah that's right. the overall idea you know? right and, and, and how do I it's redirection you know and it's not sublimation and where yeah, you it stuff it down and let it yeah, pop it up somewhere else of course it does but that's where again building your own arena mm-hmm. where you can let all that mm-hmm. negativity which is healthy yeah. what's wrong with feeling like a failure if you get rejected it yeah. sucks yeah feel sorry it, it sucks yeah. and you know Hold like on. you would own that yeah but that's back to the going vertical right instead of being linear like if a I does, you were gonna say horizontal it's like i well, love you could do that too <laughs> for some jobs i'm just saying <laughs> no but Oh, that got sexual real quick too. (laughs) (laughs) You have to, you have to fail. Like embrace the fail, embrace the suck because that's how you learn. And if you're not failing, then no one's being honest with you. It's it's not a natural human thing to like be able to Mm. embrace failure. You know what I mean? Humans like don't naturally want to fail. Some failures like I'm I'm failure averse. Eating that wrong plant. (laughs) You got to get you real high for a day, girl. (laughs) You're not going to die. Or dead. Well, or dead. like even with a man mm-hmm. coming to the car or men in general, they don't like to be rejected. And with jobs, you don't like to feel rejected. But like Juliet says, you know, failure is necessary right. for life to learn lessons and goals. I mean, once I saw that email, I was like, oh, and I cried. I did in a car. And before I came here, I had to put some visor in my eye. I'm like, and I was saying to myself in the mirror, like, damn it, strong women. Got to put the visor oh, in my eye. Got to pat wow. this out and put mm-hmm. some powder on my face and keep it pushing. Like, we just got to keep it going. But yeah, I did feel those feelings. I did cry. I was in a car, like, really, like, again. And um, like I told Chella, I went home. I was like, well, let me create. If I'm not going to work somewhere and create, let me create. So I made me some fajitas. And it was, <laughs> I ate some good food, food some guacamole <laughs> and everything. And I feel amazing. Like I ate some food. Right. I might get some chocolate after this because that might make me feel a little bit better. Although I told myself not to eat sweets for a minute. Whatever. I want some chocolate today. I'm going to give me some chocolate. It's, I deserve all, it's it. all about <laughs> it's redirecting really that energy. So yes. if you've got this energy where you're crying and you're screaming or yelling in your car. And I also carry visine in my purse. Um, <laughs> because... <laughs> Life's fucking hard and you cry and you scream and you yell and then you also laugh and you're happy, Mm -hmm. but it's redirecting that energy. And there's also like, oh, if you're too happy and you're too complacent, Mm -hmm. then that's also Mm -hmm. bad. Right. Right. And yeah, the way that you can pick it up and not just say like, it doesn't matter. It's okay. I'll move on. It's not that. It's just saying, okay, what can I do with all of this anger Mm -hmm. right now? 
I can go create, which I think is great. Yeah, you, I love cooking. Chop some stuff up. Fajitas, you have to cut some onions, different color bell peppers. Yeah. I got the knife and I'm slicing. Did you bring some for me? <laughs> no, sorry. I'm hungry. Well, I'm I got slicing. one. Other, I got one other guideline for men. Men generally. They're spraying everywhere, man. They're hitting on everything. Did you just say spraying <laughs> everywhere? Spraying. spraying yes. No, I'm not talking about ah, I'm thinking Holy of a cat that sprays. <laughs> I'm thinking about a it's dog that pisses on every fucking fire hydrant. Yeah, that's exactly hydrant. what I was thinking. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. All right. But my point. Let him explain. I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna, it's like, wait, how am I? Oh, I'm going to find a love of my life driving on traffic? <laughs> Like, no, probably not. We were young. What are the, uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm just going back to that story because back to no shouldn't be an option. You should know everything possible and know 100% before you take that shot. Otherwise, you're just shooting to shoot. Like, it, you know what I mean? Back to women should go, hey, uh, you caught me looking at you. Back to my right, my little theory, like rule number one. If a woman lets you catch them looking at you, that's Completely disagree. Good. Oh, no. Then wait, good. then what? It, all right. <laughs> if we're out, I don't know you. You don't know me. You're 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 kind of unless she's like licking her lips, looking at you. No, that's let's not get too perverted because I might if get I aroused. Accidentally make eye contact with you. That is not no, permission to come up and bother me. No, no, let it's not finish. that. It's not that because there is the oh shit, I don't want him to look at me. But there's also the I'm gonna let this guy know I'm letting him know. Look, and when you get that look, that's usually an indication that you have a chance to study that person and see. Like, hey, oh, I've been waiting all night to say something to you. You have that little awkward moment at the coat check. You leave when they leave. I'm just saying, like, as opposed to being like the Terminator and just scanning every woman, <laughs> like, finding that one person. And look, I act like it, she was my banker. I, I was going there getting changed three times a week, my baby mama. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, for six months, I didn't even realize I was stalking her. I didn't realize, like, I had no game. She was the one. When you have game and you're just, you know, throwing out digits and, and checking, yeah. oh, is that real? That's creepy right there. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. That's why back to don't go on to a club alone or tell your friends, I'm going to be at this club. And, you know, like, I don't know. Are men actually a lot more romantic than we think? They're like, yes. They're like, oh, my God, yes. she's going to drop her notebook and I'm going to pick it up. Yes. And I know she's not listening to me, but then she's going to see me and she's going to fall in love. Yep. So men are actually more romantic yep. than women. And we're like, and women need to go, hey, oh, that's cute. I've seen you coming in here for six months. I liked you day one. I'm asking you out. Because I'm men. intimidated by you, you're intimidated by me. <laughs> They're so men. lost. They're just Bullshit. lost. They have no fucking clue. We I know. I want to teach them No sympathy. I'm going to try the experiment, though. I'm going to go to Target one day, Target, and just drop something, a notebook, and bend over and see what happens. (laughs) Depends on what you're wearing. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, it depends on what you're wearing. You might not. Oh, gosh. Yeah, see, we got to worry about what we're wearing. You might get the 80 year old meet and greeter guy. Oh, God. Yeah, so much to worry about. It's like kind of impossible. Yes. Although Juliet did it, but weren't you in school? What? When you met your husband? Yeah, we were in college. Mm. Okay. We were like uh, little babies, basically, 18. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's back to, back to Julia saying, don't be afraid to fail. And, the but other I part, appro- and I approached him, too, though. Like, that's I've, true, you did. I saw him, and I was like, that guy's cute. I'm going to go talk to him. See? But I, I'm, I'm like the aggressor. Like, I like people to pursue me. Obviously, it's much easier. But if I like somebody or I want to talk, I'll just go and fucking so talk So what did to you them. say? 
Oh, um, I think I asked who was DJing, and I asked him, like, oh, what is this? How do I do this? Oh, okay. <laughs> so it wasn't what too aggressive. What does this button do? Like, what's your name and this, that, and the uh, other? Yeah, he was DJing to an empty room with a bunch of smoke in it, and I was like, this guy needs a friend. Oh, <laughs> And then but, um, you were that friend. Yeah, yeah. And then he asked me out, and I said no. Uh, we went on a couple of dates. He wanted me to be his girlfriend. We, he only knew me for a week. And I was oh. like, slow down. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then a week later, I asked him out. Oh, okay. Oh, and so then he told me no. And I said, okay, fine. He's like, no, I was kidding. Oh, <laughs> it's a cute love story. Yeah. They've been married for what, 10? No, no, no. They've Not been married. dating for 10 years. They've been married for like two. Yeah, oh. so we've been together for, I don't know. We've been together total for 12, but I think okay. we've been married for four Okay. Aww. That was her first love. Isn't that cute? That's so oh, sweet. love. Valentine's Day is coming up. We never do anything for Valentine's Day. It's probably a good thing. It just makes Fuck that holiday. feel horrible. Hallmark yeah. needs to shove it. <laughs> I already <laughs> eat enough chocolate, and I don't need you to buy a fucking card mm-hmm. to tell someone how much I love them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Show them every day. Mm-hmm. It should be an everyday type of thing. I did just yeah. fly home to Phoenix for the first Valentine's Day. It's fine. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got me. You guys want to know what Cameron got me? Yes. He got me a Phoenix Suns t-shirt because he works for the Suns, and nice. I, like, hate on the Suns all the time. It's so <laughs> great. But... And then he got me a water bong. <laughs> a fucking water bong. What That's romance. Say? Isn't it? It could be a vase. <laughs> <laughs> put a single rose in One there. Ro- yeah, Cam. Why didn't he put a rose in it? Hey, Get on my a, level, Cam. It's a gift. I like that. He's practical. I mean, yeah, I'm starting to like cannabis more and more, so it got me a water bong. Oh. This is creative. I think it's hilarious. Did you get him anything? Um, I got him me flying out to Phoenix. <laughs> okay. She got him a, what we call a dick appointment. Uh-huh. See, I was she talking about that today. That's up. not enough for men on Valentine's Day. Oh, you I don't agree. need that's that much. That's enough? Okay. That's more than enough. That's I did do one extra thing, though. I made a bunch of little, like I decorated like 10 different um, like envelopes. Mm-hmm. And one was like, open on Valentine's Day, the real Valentine's mm. Day, because we had to celebrate a week early. Oh. And then I wrote a whole card of like, whatever, and open when you're mad at me. And then I wrote a whole card oh, of that's cute. Oh, 10 different oh, ones. Stop it. That's yeah. so cute. Somebody sprung. I, <laughs> I did sprung. that when I was like 14 years old. I did that. Okay. Tell this boy. No. <laughs> when I was 14. Okay. Fine, Not Ashley. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not like that I'm saying like it was something I don't know I was 14 it was my first little crush or something girl I did the most I gave him uh, like 20 hearts Aww. and I cut it out with these zigzags uh-huh, I know exactly what you're talking Zigzag. about telling him a reason why I love him on each what I'm 14 <laughs> years old are you kidding me and then um, what else I made I wrote a poem and then burnt the ends of it so yeah. it was like, oh. I've done that and then I, I burnt a poem you put lead <laughs> right. on it make it look old in a cassette tape full of oh, love songs and stuff. it was so stupid like I'm 14 years cute. old girl bye oh. one time I one time I decorated the mirror the mirror in Dan's dorm room Lipstick? with sticky with sticky notes oh. and it was like a hundred sticky notes and they all said I love you in different languages oh. I had to repeat because so. there's not like we used to celebrate every month we were together for the first like year Dan oh, would always gosh. and I was like this is so romantic and then all of a sudden it was like they, now we don't celebrate like anything so yeah. <laughs> but that's oh, fine yeah. it's just like you've been together then it's like it really is the everyday mm-hmm. where it's like every single day he does something nice for me or I try to do something for him because you have to yeah <laughs> but when you're new you're like oh I'm gonna make a grandiose gesture and that's just different mm-hmm. and cute as well 
They're yeah. the same. Also cute. Mm. Aw, so Everybody's both cute. of you are romantic. That's good. You need to know how she lost her virginity. Like, <laughs> took Podcast her to the number five. Beach and like lit candles Damn. and like yeah, it was special. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love it. I went to the beach once and it was. I was like once? never again. Once? I'm not once? doing this again. <laughs> sand is everywhere. I don't want sand <laughs> in my coach. My nanny. Like are y'all serious? Like when you go to the beach, you have to bring out. a huge blanket. I hate sand, but I come with like the oh. biggest blanket. I just cover the beach and then there is no beach that makes more sense mm. got it yeah yeah, it, yeah. no because <laughs> it just wasn't a good experience so do you, since moving back do you find like it's hard to settle down in la yeah yeah it is a lot of people are uh in the industry or mm. um on their grind or working hard mm. it's like a lot in sacramento it was more of a family town so I felt like a lot of people were always dating it was like couples everywhere and mm. and everyone was married with mm -hmm. families like it was Phoenix. like that mm -hmm. so when I went up there I got into a relationship and that was that but um yeah no it's like out here it's, it's harder especially with women I feel like career women sometimes it's hard to settle down because we're always on the go and then you have to find a man that's secure because you might be out and about mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you don't want him there every single second mm -hmm. or you don't want him thinking that you're really doing something else and accusing you of stuff. It, it could get crazy. So it, it's tough, with especially in this industry. And then if they don't care enough either, right? You're right. You like, have to be supportive. You want the guard dog, right? But it's like, no, dum-dum, there's no one there. <laughs> But then you want the motherfucker to bark when he should, too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, he ain't barking bark. at all anymore. Yeah. I want the motherfucker like, to bark. I well, love your analogies true, with men. But I'm here for them. It's, <laughs> but it's that tightrope. Back to that first thing. Like, hey, we're on the side of the road. All right. Yeah. You're not feeling me. I'm not, you know, sorry. I tried, you know. Gotta Another thing that I'm it. struggling with right now is, like, I'm really glad that Cameron and I are long distance. And he mirrored this today. He was, because... He literally took me to the airport this morning. It has been a long day. Uh, so he texted me and was like, yeah, I'm actually, you know, I feel that when you say that, you know, I am glad that you don't live in the same city as me because if I was at work, he was finishing. He normally gets off at five and he get off till 530 today. It's like half an hour, right? I'm like, are you, are you done? Can we call? Like, what are we doing? He's like, yeah, no, if you lived here, I'd be like rushing to get home. Mm. And I'm really glad that like I can kind of breathe and like put in the extra effort mm. and like do my work. And I feel the same way because if he was if he lived here, I'd be like, OK, well, bye. Not going to edit anything. I'm leaving now. You right. know what I mean? Because relationships sometimes can be distracting. You want to spend time with that person all the time. And then when you're like, OK, enough time with you then it's like, well, why? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like you have to really set those boundaries in a balance in the beginning so that... Yeah, the career woman yeah. balance thing. Right. It's, it's hard. It's tough. It's so tough. What's your biggest support that you find? My... Just, me. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, one, empowering women, right? A dis, right. Uh, notoriously disenfranchised, you know... Social, uh, social design. Not notoriously, but, but it's also But just sure. like you said, you feel bad, you know, it, 
women have to educate men, right? Mm. Women have to educate each other. Women have to disarm one another and go, well, well, we're done with this old paradigm. We're shifting out of that of competing with each other or dressing up. Trying to, be, yeah. I'm dressing up for me. I'm, try, I'm, I'm looking yeah. beautiful for me, not to be better than you. Mm-hmm. You go be beautiful too. Oh, no, I'm definitely dressing up to look better than every other woman, but I'm not dressing up to make a man think that I'm like... You know what I mean? Like, we're still competing with clothes. Like, I buy clothes because I'm like, oh, I know Ashley will think this is super cute. No, really? I don't think about anyone but myself <laughs> there you go. when it comes to shopping. Thank whatever. you. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, whatever makes me happy, whatever I'm comfortable in. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, just have to be comfortable in your own skin and not care what anyone else thinks. You'll I don't get, know enough about there, fashion. So I'm like, oh, that's jewel tone. I remember they said jewel tone looks really pretty. So, oh, yellow's <laughs> in right now. So I know all my friends will like my yellow sweater. Like, really? Yeah. I never, well, if I, I could say wear whatever never. I wanted to, I would wear sweatpants 24 <laughs> 7. See, and I'm a jeans and tennis shoe and a college sweatshirt type of girl. Like, mm. I would love that. But, well, with the, the industry, it's like, oh, well, throw some heels on sometimes and put some makeup on your face. And Oh, yeah, I would never wear like, makeup. Oh, my God. It's I love lot. wearing heels. Like, I like getting dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. Every I now see, and I'm, then, though. Like, every day is like, no, can I let my face breathe? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't like, I'm not into makeup as much, but I'm definitely into, like, I like heels. I like wearing dresses and heels. Okay. Yeah. But if I get doing my hair and makeup, I'm like, oh, can someone else do this? Yeah. Like, can I just, like, not yeah. do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, even dressing up, I'm like, can I get a... I would love to just wear a pantsuit or maybe some jeans and a nice blazer. But I'm always in dresses and stuff because I just feel like, oh, you know, maybe I do think that way. Like, oh, maybe I look more presentable with a dress on. You also don't have to match the tops and the bottoms of the dress. That's That's why I wear so many dresses. I'm like, (laughs) I don't have to match anything. It's one outfit and one go. So it's loaded against me with Valentine's Day and everything. What I was trying to drive at is you mentor women. And I was asking you who you was really your You really do ins- mentor, though. I remember back in your kiss. She gave me all of the good advice. She was just like a go-to for advice. Oh, thank you. You really were. She Aww. did just yeah. now, too. Give she us like, your advice. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, I was trying to find out who mentored you. Yeah. Like, who, who made you want to pay it forward? Who was... That's a really good question. Who, who was that driving force of, hey, mm-hmm. I want to serve others? Not because... The Me Too moment, you woke up. This is not new for any no, of you. No, she's been doing it for a while. Right. Like, yeah. Before so that, Trump. So where did that come from? Where did that... Maybe because when I was a kid, I did want someone that I can talk to mm. about things. And I feel like there wasn't that too much. You know, I, I'm very close to my sister and my friends and mm. my mom. But growing up there, it was no one like that me really no organizations or not a podcast that I can listen to to help me with I am affirmations and self-love and all of that and growing up now I surround myself with women in the industry mm-hmm. who um, are doing amazing things like I like I love Josefa Salinas mm-hmm. uh, shout out to her she does a lot of great things that how to be a girl camp every summer right. she's um, she just teaches young girls so much she's very heavily involved in the community and in entertainment. So I look up to her and we'll have conversations. Sometimes I'm down, like, oh, my God, I'm not feeling good. I'm having self-doubts. And I'll text her and she'll text me back, like, girl, that just means you're in the valley right now and, you know, you're on your way to the top. And this just something amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I surround myself with women. And I think that's why it's, it's uh, easier when I am giving back to other young girls because I look up to women already, especially in this industry. It's so male dominated that I'm. I try to surround myself with women who are doing beautiful things yeah. and who are succeeding because 
it's not easy <laughs> out right. here for women and women of color, especially. It's like not easy for us to do radio, TV. No. You rarely see it. So when I see it, even on Instagram, if I don't know them, I'll follow because I'm like, she did it, so can I. I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So someone instilled that uh, voice. Yeah. Or helped you write. Because for me, I had imaginary friends. So I'm just really? saying, hey, you know, <laughs> could be worse. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to conjure up an, a part of yourself that you didn't grow into yet. Yeah. And we all don't have a big sister or a big brother. They're too busy living their life. Mm -hmm. They're in the same trenches as you. They're in the same valley as you. So you need that, you know, that that wise elder. Yeah. You know, yeah that, it's a community of women. Right. Yeah, but you can't supporting. fake it. You know, some people, you know, it, it sounds like, uh, I'm not, I don't want to say her name wrong, Joseph. Josefa Salinas. Oh, oh, yeah. Josefa. Josefa. Salinas. Josefa Salinas. 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 Mm -hmm. She lived it. Yes. She's walking the walk. Mm -hmm. And finding someone like that is, you know, She's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. everything sometimes. Yeah, it is. And so, uh, yeah, her, Nautica de la Cruz, she's another lady on uh, KJLH. She mm -hmm. does radio there. And so um, I talked to both of them about just career goals if I'm feeling down in a slump and they've been in radio forever. Mm -hmm. So they'll Is radio dying now? Nah, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just feel like, wow. Well, people still listen. It this is. This is radio, right? It's the old 20s. Yeah, digital it, radio. Right. Gray Block Pizza people. Gray Block Pizza, our sponsor. Got to try it now. <laughs> yeah. saying by SMC if you're going to be in LA for a little while. Ah. Will it make you feel at home? She but, lives in LA. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know, but she was Oh, you not mean the here West Side? Got yeah, you. We'll get you. Radio does have, um, I believe, their number one with advertisements. So, I mean, it's not right. dying, it's, it's there. I do think they are growing. Uh, with the times, mm -hmm. they know people are listening to their iPod and Spotify right. and Apple or whatever. So now, oh, well, you can listen to us on your phone as well. Here's iHeartRadio and stuff. So they're, and just, they're going into the distribution and realizing and digital, that yeah. people are going to listen to this at 7 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. What's interesting for us is, and, the, and back to the podcast, is the video part. I was going to say, yeah, the YouTube interviews, The Breakfast Club in New York. Right. They YouTube I saw their come on love yes. on the breakfast club. Yeah. I need to watch it. She yeah. starts talking about weed. It was amazing. It made CNN. Anyway, sorry. No, well, we were talking about that too. It's like, uh, you know, being a woman of color, being challenged and then, you know, trying to pigeonhole her and, and you know, put her into mm. a race card already. Mm. It's like, oh, I just felt angry about the whole dynamic, you know? And I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying, like, she has to represent um, how black she is. Yeah. It's kind of sad that we live in that world. You know? I honestly haven't seen, maybe it's because I choose not to see it. I keep my eyes down so I don't make eye contact with things that I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that whole mm. argument. I haven't <clears throat> scrolled past that on Facebook of, oh, Kamala isn't actually black. Oh, Obama's half white, whatever. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. And at the same... She was in Canada for in, high school. Yeah. Uh, How and, dare you her. you know, her parents are... <laughs> She married yeah, a white right. man. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that have to do with her ability to do the job? That right. was that was my frustration earlier. I was like, this is ridiculous. I feel like they no do that a lot with women, too, though. They do, huh? It's like... Overly. So uh -huh. how, how do you not play that game? How does... How does I don't want to say her name wrong. Kamala. How does Kamala not Kamala. say that? How does she not, you know, say, do you want to interview me for me? Or are you going to try... Because then, oh, she's too aggressive. Mm -hmm. She's too... She's... 
angry black woman because she's trying to stop them from asking her questions. Like wow. Shella said it on the podcast last week. It's like women can't win. We can't win. Whatever right. we do, whatever we say. Do you feel that'll change if she gets elected? No. Eventually. Give it 20 years. Right. 30. Because it'll probably get worse. They'll overly criticize oh. everything she right. she'll say when she's president if she's president she's too she black can... she's too much of a woman she's too emotional she's not black enough she's not enough of a woman she's too manly yeah right. you're not gonna win it'll be a lot it'll be a lot on whoever's first of anything is always a lot yeah. on them yeah so uh, i mean obama the first black and it was a lot on him you know but um he was so presidential but and if now, nothing else, yeah. But now Fucking. people are more comfortable with wow, coming out so and running, you know. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we got all the women in Congress that Trump uh, loved taking, you know, credit well, for during one, his State of yeah, the Union. One of the things we were talking about is like, why are we already talking about pre- the next president already? Two years, yeah. I brought like, that up on Girl Girl too. It should be like a three-month thing or a four-month thing. Like we got it. It's like a soap opera. We're turning it it's into a lot to pay attention to. It's a lot of work. It's a reality show. It I was is. like, oh, mm-hmm. he loved this because this is like a huge reality show for him. He wow. loves reality TV. This was <laughs> perfect so for him. Wrong. <laughs> so on your podcast, you're going to be able to back to the, your arena. You're going to finally be able to establish a hollow ground. Mm-hmm. Hallowed, meaning sacred, you know, not hollow. <laughs> All I can think of is that Lady Gaga song. Shallow. Yeah, did you watch the Grammys? I did watch the Grammys. Yeah. I did watch the what Grammys. What did you think? Overall, it was pretty good. Back in LA. Like, it was. It was it was it was Staples all right. Center. It was Michelle cool. Obama was there. I know. I love that part. I was like, that was a super go girl moment. Uh-huh. She is so tall. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was like, uh, wow, she no, is fuck that. tall. I don't care how tall she is. Alicia Keys. Alicia Michelle Keys. Obama. Yeah. Lady Jada Gaga. Smith. Yes. J-Lo. Like all on one stage. Yeah, just so diverse. It was entertaining. Good. It was, I it, felt entertained. Yeah. I, I actually I didn't watch Are it, you not entertained? I, <laughs> no, because like, I had to. sometimes you're sitting there and I'm just like, oh. This mm-hmm. is why. Oh, did you guys see Ariana Grande freaked out because Mac Miller didn't win? Oh, she said trash. And yeah. Something else. She tweeted like three words, three different <laughs> tweets. She was like, fuck and trash because Cardi B won. Right. And then she had to come back and be like, because Mac Miller and they invited Mac Miller's family to be right. there. Uh, and why did they do that? Is it real? Or is that just. Well, you can invite anyone regardless. of. No, no, not the invite. Why win. did she do that? Why did she react like that? Because Mac Miller is dead, and this is the last chance he's ever going to have to win a Grammy. Right. He, and, and, they, and the family came, and so you would think, oh, okay, he's going to get the award. And instead, and, they're you know, just in the audience. Ariana had to walk back and be like, no, no, I'm not calling Cardi B trash. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think she's trash. I just, this whole circumstance, this whole right. situation okay. is really trash, All like right. shitty. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the tweet, so a lot of times yeah. I just thought like. She just said, shit, fuck, trash. <laughs> But like that. right when it was happening, so people mm-hmm. put it together like, oh, she's talking about Cardi B winning wow. the best rap album. Right, it was right. just a shitty situation. It was, yeah. So yeah. how do you turn that 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 feedback loop? Like, hey, is that your number? I'm checking you right now. How do you turn that into? How do how can women turn that into a positive thing? Besides, you know, paving your own road and doing your own podcast, using the resources you have, like Juliet. Hey, I'm not waiting for anyone to give me a job. I got this. I got this. I'm going to grab this camera. Yeah, none of us I'm are going to grab this camera. Yeah. Like, like it's and it's not a side hustle. This is always who we are. Yeah. Like, how do how do we learn how to 
back to because I love educating people. Like, how do we fl- how do we change that? How do we create a new? How do we make something this? out of this gig economy? Can anyone? How yeah. do we actually how make money off of it? this shit that we have to create so we can actually get jobs? <laughs> yeah. Tell us all your secrets. Oh <laughs> <laughs> me? Well, yeah. You're I mean, the guest. I yes. <laughs> I mean, this is why we invited you here. Right? You were saying radio is far from dead. It got mad affiliate money. It's like how I will say, as a millennial that doesn't have cable, I definitely still listen to radio. It's like ah, oh, I don't want to plug it in. Just click. I already have it all tuned. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I radio is here to stay forever. I think I think it'll be here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, with advertisement for sure is how you get paid for the gigs and creating your own opportunities right. and with blogging and podcasting and all of that advertisement. It's just, it's just like radio pretty yeah. much, but you just got to work harder because you don't have a big sales team behind you. Right. But you have such a great story to tell and you you have so many missions that you want to accomplish. Yeah, that's why I love I her. She's going to be big. It's so much, sure but I is. feel like I'm more, I'm more creative mm-hmm. and I need to be more, business savvy too you know I think like, a lot of us feel that in the I feel city. like a lot of creatives are like that it's like we need one partner who's like super focused and could do the paperwork and the real right. job let me do the the talking and the fun and the camera and right. the technical stuff like I'll do that so but. tough to do that right because every audition is like how many followers you have mm. how many, it's like how, how many of this you have it's like wait am I the CEO the accountant the a marketer. The answer to that yeah. is yes. They expect us to be all of those things. Yeah. So also, can you operate a camera? Can you edit? Are you good on camera? Can you write scripts? It's like, Jesus, is there anything you don't want me to do? Right. And also, you're not going to pay? Okay. You have to be a one-woman show these days. And w- because radio is different, it used to be just the voice. And that's why people used to do so many crazy things with their mm-hmm. voice. And they said you um, used to be a joke. Oh, you have a face for radio mm-hmm. if you weren't attractive. Now you have to be attractive. You have to have your makeup done. You have to, like Chella said, you know, the camera work. You have to do stuff digital. You have to have your social media following. Um, also, do you have your own website? Do you, what else are you doing in the community? How are you being a great person? What are you doing? Like, it's like, And don't forget on. to post on Instagram 10 times a day while right. you're so doing many times a day. <laughs> for yourself and for the station. Uh-huh. Right. And for that station event that you might have to go to that day. Too. <laughs> so Something's got to change. <laughs> I think that it's a really good attribution to, if that a word, no. uh, to <laughs> to millennials in that in that way. Like I just did, I was talking this mm-hmm. weekend. I shot a film that I directed. I acted a large part in, produced it, get it, shot it, go girl, half the time yeah, because I couldn't find a camera person, so I'd have to set up the shot, make sure the mic's working, da da da, and then I'd be like, and action, and I would get in the scene and be like, okay, acting, <laughs> oh wow, and then you also have to be in shape and all this stuff, and um, hmm. and I remember my team. Was like you got you did a really great job. I can't believe you're so organized and calm. And I was like, oh, that's what you yeah, that's was because I'm a thirty something. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just what we do, actually. Yeah. Maybe that's Ooh. what it is. We're a thirty something, so that's how we're calm under oh, pressure. Does that mean and in a couple years I'm gonna understand what it's like? Yes. No, we're under the surface. You're still like, <laughs> right? Oh, shit. So that's exactly. the other part, ageism too. You're right. Uh, I mean, I'm so young. <laughs> Time bomb of LA for women. Did I say 36? I mean, uh, we're like 20. We're like tw- how old? Ch- 26. 23. 23. 23. The 30. Like the 23 and 23. me right. forever. I mean, you guys both like children anyway, so let's <laughs> go 23 forever anyway. But that's true to ageism with radio. Right. After a certain age, it's hard to talk to the teenagers. Right. So then they start putting you, oh, you're in this bracket now. Okay. <laughs> I think that's why JoJo doesn't have his age listed anywhere. You do you know how old he is? I'm not going to no. talk about it. Okay. No, he's never told me. I've never asked. 
I've never really needed to ask because he <laughs> is like a good human and shouldn't I matter. He's like twenty five. That's what I'm. And it shouldn't matter. But he, it's ageism like with both he, genders, I guess. He grows with the times. Whatever's yeah. happening, I love that about JoJo. Whatever's happening on social media. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I cannot stand Snapchat. So I just didn't I do deleted it. mine. He's going to, he did it. Uh-huh. He's, going to, he's going to do Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Instagram Live is the thing. I'm going to do Instagram Live. Like, he grows with it. And I think that's why he's Always so adopting. successful. Yeah. There's one thing that's like yes. crazy yes. in the this chest. city that, like, people will refuse to say how old they are. But, like, <laughs> in in the real world, like, you kind of sometimes have to do that. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. And also really, yeah, the ageism thing like really upsets me. Well, <laughs> In yeah. any way that you have to like hide who you are as a human to succeed, right. I hate it so much. Right. But I get it. That's but I hate it. Right. <laughs> but I get it. But that's the other thing. Because such a good human. Like why should he have to hide that? It sucks. Anyway. No, it's but that's the beauty I, I feel of having a podcast or have, curating your own content is, is you get to pick. Mm-hmm. And then you get have and we all have a choice in our life or back to that complacency. You know, I have always used to listen to this guy late at night, I forget who it is now, but he's like, Life is like a grease pole. If you ain't climbing, you're sliding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's true. That needs to be on a t shirt too. So good. It's so true. Oh, what was the one that we had earlier? Oh, why uh why? wire to inspire. That's my new that's my new hashtag for myself. Wired to inspire. Yeah. Mm. Wired to inspire. I like that. Isn't that a good one? So, so it, you know, it, we need a t shirt company, y'all. We have a p- okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. We're on it. <laughs> We're on it. Um but yeah, I think it's 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 I feel that if it's whatever, thirty grand, soon it'll be five grand. Mm-hmm. For some people it's a fucking phone and and uh, you know uh what uh, Jessica's starting with just a phone and a Yeti mic. Like, right. Mm. Right. Oh my God, everyone People and their go, mom has a podcast these days. Okay. You know? Right. But again, back to what I feel is the feminine advantage. You guys don't let shit go. True. You got a mission. It's not going to be easy. You're in the trenches. Bullets are flying over your head, but you, you're not. It's a battle of attrition. We have had three female guests. I, we've only had three guests and they've all been female. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got some. Go we got some fellas coming in. I think got it's a good thing that in. women can't let shit go. Sometimes it's not that we. <laughs> it's not yeah, that we don't no, let shit is. go. Is that we need to get the job done? Yes. We we're not going to move on to the next mm-hmm. thing until we get this job done. Yes. Instead of saying, "Oh, we need to do this, this, this," and just talk, yep. talk, talk. Yep. It's like okay. This is the problem. What is the solution? How was our plan to get there? And now, okay, we can move yep. to the next thing. So we're not going to let it go until something's done about Look, it. Look, women have a greater sense of responsibility. Like, I, people are like, how come you don't let shit go? I'm like, because I'm in a food business. If I fuck up, it's food poisoning. Outside mm. of sex, what else is more intimate than eating? No, for real. You're not this is true. Sleeping. Sleeping. Like no, sleeping, sleeping next to someone, uh, next to someone, possibly yeah. sleeping in the possibly. same room as someone, like a stranger. I'm, I'm kind you're like of a super fan vulnerable. Of separate rooms, you, but also you eating. Get your yes, sleep on. Like... I get my sleep on. I come in and visit you. Come in and but visit me. But also, you me. go on first dates and you eat, so it's not that. But I'm saying vulnerable. physically, yeah, but you you're are about putting to in your body. Oh, okay, so you're saying mm. you are you're putting in your body too. You know what I mean? Right. Outside of sex, like you know, and women have to deal with that. Like it's not just it's in my body, dude. Know what you're doing. Yeah, know I don't the treat my body so nice. I'm probably going to get so McDonald's that, after I this. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's a big part of like living with the consequences. And men need to maybe sit back and let the woman ask them out. Maybe. 
Do you think maybe because they also, um, just mm -hmm. generally speaking in mass generalities, mm -hmm. um, we can juggle slightly more at a time? And yeah. so men, like I know with Dan, he will focus on a problem and be so much more thorough than I am. Like I miss all kinds of stuff, but he won't move on until it is complete. Mm -hmm. And he's like getting shit done, but one thing at a time. And I'm like, okay, I need to get 10 things done in five minutes and it needs right. to be pretty good. Yeah. And I, I get 10% of 10 things done. Yeah. I, I told a story about the lions and hyenas. I will no. spare no. you. No, no. Yeah, Julie and I both hate that. Yeah. But, but it's so yeah. wrong. It's if you get into Julia. this, I've got some things. I'm not getting into Something. it. My point, my point <laughs> though, is yes, women are way better at multitasking. Men are learning now. But mm -hmm. Are they? Yes. Or is it hardwired? Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I'm That's for the next podcast. Yeah, I definitely feel that men also have an opportunity to evolve. Yeah, no, they definitely need to. Like, to that evolve? should be a huge yeah. Yeah, like, movement we, right we, now. We, we want you to evolve. Yeah. <laughs> Please evolve. Yeah. That's yesterday. the goal. Yes. <laughs> but give us a chance. Give right? love a chance. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm with well, you. Well, how, how do we give you a chance? What do you need from us? Well, I, look, there are people like Cam Cam where he may not have been investable. But Ugh, he's trying to say one man at a time. Yes. But gr we've been That's doing that for do. a long That's time. That's all we can do as individuals. Can do. Yeah. Back to worrying about how no. you dress. Next time you dress, how about going, I'm picking this color because it makes my eyes look good for me as opposed I mean, to everyone else. I can't change the world. You know, if you had that interview in person, you would have had that job. Oh, well, thank you. Right? Mm -hmm. And then part of me, old school, would have been like, knock on that door and show them who you are. Mm -hmm. You ain't done. Right. You still crying? Right. Go over there. <laughs> you ain't done. Oh, Papa Tom over here. <laughs> I like, I I'm like just it. saying, <laughs> like, that's the world I grew up in. Yeah. We didn't have this swipe right, this, that. I got rejected professionally. Mm -hmm. no, I'm just no. saying. Well, how did you deal with rejection then? <laughs> I cried. Yeah, you cried. Without anyone seeing it. Or anyone knowing it, but yeah, I got tattoos, I got armored, mm -hmm. I went to the gym, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, drugs, porn, Do you like drugs? distracting myself. You did porn? Oh, hell yeah. Did porn? No, 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 watched it. Oh. No, I didn't do, yeah, I could have done it. But oh man, probably, that would make him so much more interesting. I probably should have. Tom the Impaler. <laughs> No. I don't know what your porn name would be. Tom the Starbucks the juice stalker. Crew. The Starbucks stalker. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee, the coffee guy. No, look, we all, we all, we all powerfully learn that life isn't going to be handed to us. Mm -hmm. We're entitled to nothing, but we owe no one anything either. Mm -hmm. That's how I started it very recently by doing this pod, like immersing myself into the feminine side and going, wait a minute. No one owes me yeah. anything. No one owns me either, though. Mm -hmm. That was fucking freeing. Like, wait a minute. I got biological DNA. I have my spiritual DNA. Oh, I can change my religion. I can change my beliefs. I can change my mindset. I could go back into the, well, my little sob story. And believe me, I'll build a story quicker than anybody <laughs> to break myself down before even doing anything. Mm -hmm. Right? So That's it's like. That's why antidepressants are magic. For some, I don't want to get into that, but mm. back to the mentor part. When you're stepping in and you're looking at someone that hasn't even had the opportunity to get damaged in the way that you were, and you can prevent that damage or go, they need to feel a little fire. Some, yeah, sometimes they need, they need, cook, need... Let them cook a little bit. They need to learn some lessons sometimes. Right. Cook. Yeah, no, look. It builds character. It does. You know? It and, makes you stronger and yes. wiser. It, like... 
failure is yeah. a thing. And so circle. I'm not going to tell you the easiest step to get, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to get to point A, from point A to point Z. You might, you need to do right. A, B, C, D, E and learn those lessons along yeah. the way. Tom, you were also saying something. Uh, I don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. I think that women don't feel that way. Because whenever women are like, you know, getting awards or whenever we get jobs, we always thank every single like step along the way. Like, thank you for getting me here. Men are like, oh, yeah, I fucking did this. No, no. What I meant was the things that are usually defining us, whatever that backstory of negativity is. At some point, it's, it's acknowledging that it's, it, it's the past. Mm. It's robbing us of being present. I don't, I'm not talking about gratitude and humility and remember where you came from. But it's still a choice. It was, it's still a choice. Some people choose to not acknowledge all the people, the half steps that they took, the zigzag up, you know. Um, yeah. And other people, Life. like Bradley Cooper, you can see the guy's 100% genuine. Mm-hmm. I've met him. He's a sweetheart. He's an authentic I'll take person. take your word for it. He's, he is a genuine human being. He's cute, too. Oh, he's got all that, but he didn't come out of nowhere. He was at the new school with my friend in New mm. York. He paid his dues. He was on tons of movies playing mm-hmm. this now, and then he got to break through, you know, with uh, Wedding Crashers, playing the bad guy, the mm-hmm. protagonist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and anyway. Yes. So, so how do we, like, yeah. How do we find you? Yeah. We Ashley Caprice.com. Caprice, C-A-P-R-I-C-E. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ashley Caprice. That's where you can find Go Girl, the podcast. You're on three episodes now. Yes, my third episode uh, airs this week for Valentine's Day. And what day, day are you dropping? Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday is, is sticking to the theme of uh-huh. women, Woman Crush Wednesday. Uh-huh. And you're doing so, this all by yourself? Like, for the most part. I did my first episode by myself. Wow. Then I brought Chella in and I have someone for this next episode. Cool. After that, I might do one more by myself and bring people in every once in a while. Because doing an hour <laughs> of talk by myself was like, woo! But you may what? have some rants. I laughed, but I did it. It's good to get biblical sometimes and just do your rant. I did it though. I like it. Chell comes in sometimes. Like, oh, there, there goes yeah, the direction. Hours, or Juliet. Man. It's like, oh, we thought I'm we available had a pod. for what interviews. What I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> so, Instagram. My at. Instagram is at I am Ashley Caprice. Got it. And Caprice is spelled C A P R I C E. Yep. That's my Instagram and Facebook, and on Twitter it's just at Ashley Caprice. So yeah. Follow me there, Girl and power. everything is on AshleyCaprice.com. And she'll though. be at Target's bending over. <laughs> yeah. She's going to go to different Targets. Near you. She's going to go to like five different, you can't just go to one. I have to do a social experiment. I yeah, mean, why not? Yeah. I'm here yeah. for it. Can I record I it? it? Yes. <laughs> yes. That would I'm be, here for it. That would be awesome. This would be I think like we a good I'm all about social, I did a social experiment when I first moved to Sacramento by myself. Oh, not I like really. It. I was just. In a new city alone. Juliet, look, she's married. She'll go with you. She'll be the best wingman. <laughs> She'll be like, I'll ask <laughs> now because I got joking, nothing though. to look. Like, yeah. for real, I think that we should do a follow up on that. Do a little, Let's do it. Do Fuck a little yeah. 10 minute. Like, all right, why? This is exactly like, what I find a hot, Find a guy you would never have the courage to ask out. Out. <laughs> why the fuck not? Yolo. Yeah. <laughs> People still say that. I'll ask anybody. Still out. And you could do the. Let me check that shit right now. <laughs> me, oh. oh, I would so do that. I'd be like, what's your number? I'm going to go check it right now. Reverse rose. And I'd be like, he was hot until I heard that ringtone. Oh, you know? no. no I, can't, I can't be living with <laughs> nah, that nah, ringtone. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, that would so, be, be fun. So we'll yeah. also nah, do a little nah, follow-up nah, nah. with that. So thank you so much, Ashley, for thank visiting Thank you for having me. Check her out for sure on her podcast. Like and subscribe her, follow her. 
give her love because she's given love. And then the main thing I want to leave with is don't give a fuck so you can give, fucking give. So you can fucking give. Don't give a fuck so you you can can fucking fucking give. give. I like that. That'll be a t-shirt soon. I want it. Thank you so much, Ashley Caprice. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Mod Rats out. Out.